a word guy. Well, I do think tepid and room temperature are not necessarily uh, synonyms, but I think they're in the same same family. Well, I don't know. Tepid water kind of feels like tepid water does have its own. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Connect the Dots Gambling Podcast with your hosts, me, Andrew, and my dad, Mickey, the old bear, back for another week. How's Playoff everyone week. doing? Playoff week. Playoff week. Divisional round. How was your super wild card weekend? Yeah, you know, blurry. Sure. You know, way too many uh, reaches. You go into the week again, wasn't locked in on anything, wasn't really, No. you know, but yet more plays than ever. Less sure. games, more plays than Cause ever. Because there, there's so few games, you're looking for stuff all over the place, and they do a great job with, uh, I think, player props and just single game props. Like, you were all over field goal kickers. Yeah, for I was so mad at you about that fucking Seahawks kicker. They got they got down too much where they couldn't. Uh, right, either kicker kick would have kicked there. I would have made money. Yeah. I, any kick it just turned into a blowout. Right, so like, oh, one field goal each. You're fucking kidding me. Yeah. A lot of touchdown scores, which just you know when you have every game that hit the over, yeah. but one. Also, while I'm airing grievances, I was upset about the field goal kickers, and I was also upset about the Cowboys. But I take partial blame for that as well. Yeah, and again, playing it back now, you have to take everything I say about the yeah. Cowboys with a grain of salt. I, I was. Just too high on the Buccaneers My and you hate. were too low on the Cowboys and neither one of us were like checking each other on it. And right. Just like, well, some of that was true though. They did start horrible. Like their first mm-hmm. nine plays really sucked the balls but then you just yeah. realize yeah. how bad Tampa Bay's yeah. defense was. <laughs> I mean, they're yeah. just putrid. So, again, everybody's jerking Dak off this week which is mm-hmm. great. You know, I mean, you know, I know Deshaun's probably a little jealous that Dak's getting jacked sure. off and he's not. But the reality <laughs> is... <laughs> Tampa Bay's defense is fucking horrible. So before we jack the guy off for having a career game of his life, mm-hmm. let's take a step back and say, you know, Tampa Bay is dog shit. Yep. Um, change it up, Scott. Not using trash. Dog shit. Um, new listener, Scott Forstall. New listener, John Carlos. John Carlos? John Carlos. Holy cow. Yeah, so. Stanton, the baseball player? No, <laughs> no, my guy. He uh, he drives nuclear medicine back and forth all over. So that's my next what? job. What do you mean nuclear? <laughs> I probably got it wrong. <laughs> so he got up to like Buffalo's hospital, bring some okay. nuclear shit back to right. somewhere around here. Fair so enough. yeah, but anyway, turned him Shout on. Shout out to the new listeners. New hey, listeners, gotta like take some uh, cards back down to the Youngstown Poker Hall. People. Yeah. yeah, don't don't. Drink We're convinced this. there's 2.5 million degenerates we would like to connect with. Yeah, don't. Uh, don't treat this like Fight Club. Like if the first rule of Connect the Dots podcast is like tell tell, tell everybody about the podcast. Yeah, and if you need some business cards, we have those yeah. for you. We give snag you a stack. Your, snag your family's devices and just subscribe on their on their devices. They don't care if they don't listen. Just we're trying to pump the numbers. Pump, 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 pump it up. Eventually, the goal would be to sell out. You know, sell out. Isn't that the dream? Everyone wants to get to the point where they could sell out. I just want to hang out with yeah, you. That's honestly, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. dream. That is, honestly, yeah, I, yeah it doesn't cost us anything. No. We're past that point. We sit here. Yeah. We got the house. It's quiet. So we digress off the sidetrack a little bit. But yeah, a lot of plays, a lot of unnecessary plays. Sure. You know, and really didn't yeah. check ourselves. But there was some reality to 
some truths that we did hit on, though. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a, a big miss, but wow. yeah, the kickers I own. Yeah, because the week before let's, I was crashing it on the kickers. I'm like, this is easy. Let's kind of let's kind of unpack uh, last week a little bit because we're going to have some time. You know, there's only what one, two, three, four games to talk about. Yeah. So let's unpack last week a little bit, and that'll kind of help our discussion going forward. Um, two teams we didn't see last week: Kansas City and Philadelphia, because they had the bye. Um, I want to talk about first my favorite game of the weekend: Jacksonville and. Uh, L.A., the Chargers. 13 feet of QB. How fucking funny was that? I guess not very funny if you're a Chargers fan. It's always I perspective. Was, I was laughing my balls off. Yeah, it's perspective. But we nailed that all year long. We said that coach was an idiot. He proved mm-hmm. us right. Uh, I honestly was sitting there counting my Super Bowl future wagers when That's it was right. yeah, the Chargers it was future. 27 nothing, right? It was like, like, oh, oh well, yeah, I got That's a 22-1. to one. I got all these tickets here. And, you know, I was loving the way they were playing because I thought that was what mm-hmm. they could honestly be, that type of football team. So you're gifted five turnovers which is the biggest thing that, that determines wins and losses crazy. yeah turnovers so you're not supposed crazy. to win a game where you turn it over no. five times um but you know Trevor Lawrence has the memory of a goldfish. Every 10 seconds, he just fucking wipes it out and just goes to work. Yeah, and I so I went, I was heavily, I was already on the Jags before the game. We both were. And as the game was going on, thankfully, sports betting league in Ohio now, you could live bet as the game's going on. So instead of running the other way and trying to snag the Chargers for some type of number, uh, me and some of the guys in the group text were like, let's lean into the Jaguars because I felt it in my bones. Like, even though the Chargers got up so many points they were still on the road and there was still so much time and just everything about that franchise's history led me to believe that they would fuck that game up see i wish i would have been paying attention i didn't get the courtesy text you were in the group (laughs) well i was actually playing cards all right (laughs) i was designated driver rose was out i was on the ropes i couldn't go back to the atm so what money i had had to play it out and i had already got ramped up a little bit on the jags line so i was firing jags bets anyway just not smart enough to get the money line off no yeah Uh, first i i bet on the jags three times (laughs) i had them with the points before the game then when they were down I think 14 or 17 nothing it jumped to plus 675 and then when they're down 27 I got it at plus 1800 to, for the Jaguars to win that game so I bet on the Jags three times thank you Chargers you fucking loser franchise I don't know how he gets to keep his job well I guess in the building they like well the first thing the Spanos family's cheap they have their own stadium you know they're renting their own stadium um they do pay guys, but reluctantly, you know, Bosa had to hold out when he was up for a contract. So I don't think they wanted to fire a coach and then pay another one. And if they were going to go after Sean Payton, which is the hot name, he's out there flirting with everybody. Priest girl at the bar is Sean Payton right now. Um, they'd have to give the Saints draft capital, which is another thing they don't like to do. So Staley is already liked in the building. You know, like all the other shit he does besides in-game management, which, by the way, I should give credit. The defense is is good. They got kind of demolished in the second half uh, of that game. But leading into the playoffs, the defense had been good. But the leadership, the way he communicates with the players, all that shit they like. Yeah, but two points. 
and again, this is an old guy okay. looking from the outside. Yep. It's very irritating to hear a press conference afterward mm-hmm. where the head coach says, you know, we're going to learn from this. <laughs> yeah. That fucking sends me. That's like the dude wearing the C for the Jets. I don't fucking get it. You're not going to convince me that it makes sense. Like, Dog, how'd you get the job? If yeah. Learn? yeah. I mean, at this level, you're not, you know, when you have a huge lead, it's not rocket science to say you need to choose some clock up. Run the dang secondly, ball, coach. Secondly, you just said something, and this triggered another thought I had about okay. that game. The way, if we go back the week before that, he played his starters into the third quarter, some Stupid. of them deep. Arguably stupid. I felt they looked tired in the fourth quarter. Couldn't couldn't that attribute a little bit of that to that collapse of the defense? By the time they got done, by the time sure. Jacksonville got running it down and fucking chewing you up, they were gassed. They had nothing left. And fucking Mike Williams got hurt in that meaningless game. You know, you're already injury-prone wide receiver that your offense is really different when he's out there because he's fucking awesome. You lose him for that game, and the guy you had backing him up got hurt, so it just kind of dominoed on top of him. Like, yeah, all those decisions add up. Like, his in-game management, the resting players thing, like, yeah, it's it's bad. And conversely, we were really high on Doug Peterson because of all, the, all of the things he does Love well. Dougie P. And just, again, when you think about what they overcame, you can give it to the quarterback, but you got to give it to the coach because that dude has mm-hmm. just got a level hand He's on awesome. that fucking ship. He's awesome. How did he ever get fired? He won a Super Bowl and got fired. What the? The fuck! This is like yeah, crazy. Was, uh, I think you could link it back to Carson Wentz. I think it was all Carson's fault. What the fuck? <laughs> the ginger, the ginger gotcha. He's out there killing. Gotcha. He did it to he did it to Peters, Peterson and he did it to uh, Frank Wright. Yeah, even Ron uh, is in the previous. Talk about guys that should got fired. Fucking may get fired. Yeah, probably should. Um, other games, Seahawks 49ers. I don't think we need to talk a ton about that. Kind of went how we expected. The Niners were a big favorite. It was close at that. Seattle was winning at the half, right? Yeah, those are some of the bets where it fucks me up because I'm yeah. seeing my own tendencies. And as you guys analyze your own sports betting, think about your tendencies. And again, I was even mentioned it last week. I have a tendency to bet the bigger favorites first quarter, first half. Now I've introduced mm-hmm. the first quarter now because <laughs> now what the fuck? Yeah, why? Although why I stopped yeah, there. The first quarter was good though because I think San Francisco right. jumped out. Well, and vice versa. Uh, yeah. In Buffalo, it worked that way and then didn't work if you had in the first half. So yeah. there's these little triggers. And, and conversely, Cincinnati, I got paid on the third quarter in the in the second half, which is weird because I made money in a game where I shouldn't have made money. Um, but back to San Francisco, again, a team that can overcome. They didn't have the kick that I thought they would have coming off the ball initially. Mm-hmm. But again, it, it was reminiscent when they played the Commanders. The first half was not so impressive, but just still put 42 on you and send you fucking reeling. Yeah. Just send you reeling. Plus, it, it happened so quick. Pretty, pretty, pretty good is yeah. insane. Those numbers shouldn't be happening for a guy that Rock young. Star. But that system, you can't discount. Again, the coach equivalent of as much as we hate the Chargers coach, mm-hmm. we love Shanahan. Yeah, and I've given Shanahan shit before, not that he's heard about it or cares about it, because it was like, for a coach that gets as many applause as Shanahan does, it seems rightfully so, he also loses a lot of games. Like, he, I think he just recently got over 500. Like, his win-loss record as a head coach is not good. And you can look at a bunch of external factors there. But, like, it's hard to argue with the results at this point, man. Everybody wants that Shanahan system, Shanahan tree, all that shit. And or even the way they talk about new coaches want to mimic their physicality. You know, that's, that's mm-hmm. a characteristic of something that's coached. And if you're being used as an adjective or something that's, you know, hey, we want to be more like – 
you know, you play San Francisco, the next week you look up, you have more players yeah. on the injury list than you should because they fucked you up. They fucked you yeah. up. And in that game, I was shitting my pants because I said seven would shut down DK, and he did not. He, he didn't do He dick. did not. I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> I fucked up. I hope nobody listened to me. Yeah. It's fucking, you know, he was supposed to blanket him. But, again, if that's their worst game, what's going to happen when they sync it up? Because I tell you what, that was not their best football game. Brock Purdy looked like shit in the first half. That's what I'm saying. And they were, it, yeah. you know, but again, you look up and it's 42. Yeah, like what the fuck Deal just with happened? It. Right. So, uh, I hope I'm not too high on San Francisco because again, that that hangover, I, my Dallas hate, my spite yeah, hate. Yeah, it's my spite hate is real. I, I think we're in line to make the same mistakes we made last week. Except San Francisco is an actual good team, so we've got that going for us. Right. Yeah. Right. We so, don't. You know, I'm betting on I'm, a bad team is never I, a great idea. Spoiler alert: I'm ready to bet against Dallas again. Well, I'm it, very excited. It, about it. It, Again, guys, we said we knew Tampa Bay was the worst covering football team in football. And if we yeah. still bet on them, we're fucking yeah, idiots. that's on us. So you're up. definitely listening to idiots. That one's on And me. again, I had bet the under three or four times because I just didn't want to bet Tampa Bay. And then eventually I'm getting text messages from my friend from who lives in Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. my Antonio Brown source. Sure. Yeah, you know, and he's giving me all these stats every other year. Brady wins the Super Bowl. I'm like, that's not fucking wrong. You know, he's playing it no, out. But yeah. That's more of like an anomaly thing. <laughs> Trust me, I know. As I watch Brady bounce him all over the fucking <laughs> yard, threw it 66 times, 13 of them into the that's ground. So stupid. Like throwing the ball 66 times with a And I know I was talking in my sleep, but it had to be about that game. There's, there's no way I'm talking about Yellowstone shit. <laughs> um,. Bengals and shout out to Kevin Costner, one of the most mediocre actors of our generation. <laughs> Draft day, watch it. Draft day, fucking what a dog shit. No matter why, it's so bad. That was uh, a bad one. I've never seen Tin Cup in its entirety. Oh, Tin Cup's but great. Because of the internet, I've seen clips and pieces. Oh, of Tin Cup's Cup. great. Like that's a that's yeah. Really you got to be a little bit. Um, that's a great. Yeah, that's a great golf movie. Good in Yellowstone. Everybody loves Yellowstone. I think it's tapped into like this weird Middle America thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Ravens, let's do these two together because there's kind of some parallels, I think. Dolphins uh, lost to the Bills 34-31, and the Ravens lost to the Bengals 24-17. Something that we probably should have spent a bit more time on, but we didn't. We just kind of looked at, you know, backup quarterback. That team's kind of fucked is how I looked at it. Um, divisional divisional games in the playoffs, you know? The, the Dolphins played the Bills for sure. Close. For sure, anything that's played should each other have, two times, yeah. playing the third time, looking back, at it, you never know when it's going to click for a quarterback. And right. I think Sky was that example. Sure, and again, it looked like it clicked, he right? Wasn't, he and wasn't there was great. He wasn't bad. Drops, lot of drops. And then I think too, you had referenced. You know, there was a lot of hype, and we were speculative that the Ravens had the backup that made sense that could do the same things. Right, and then it kind of showed up again. It's like, oh, it showed up. He can do those things. Fuck, mm-hmm. we weren't Mark too far Andrews off. Finally showed up after but weeks he, of like, and doing again, nothing. It's, it's not fair when we say it looks hard to play quarterback and we watch these guys. It's extremely hard. But when it clicks, you understand why they're under yeah. center in the NFL. Yeah, you might look horrible playing quarterback in the NFL, but you fucking are a quarterback at heart and have been doing it your whole life. So, kudos to the backups. I, you know, and again, shame on us for not recognizing interdivisional yeah. battles. We knew Miami always. Played him tough. Yeah, we just think it wouldn't happen with, with the third sky with yeah, the torn pack. Was, you know, thing, yeah. his dad had the drive there. He couldn't even fly. Were they fucking poor? <laughs> well, and, oh, uh, let's go. Fucking, 
Josh Allen looked kind of off. I mean, he was still uncorking bombs all over the place, yeah. but he did some like horrible Josh Allen like stupid interception, horrific fumble where he's like in the grasp and he tries to fucking throw the ball as he's getting spun around. Yeah, and the and, running like, game that I thought would show up didn't materialize, and I think no. they wanted to show up for all the reasons you just said. Yeah, I think Josh. They want to hide there's, some there's of that. a lot of speculation. They're like, Josh. look over here, we can run the ball a little bit, and I thought. Cook would have that little burst, uh, but mm-hmm. still haven't seen a real running game. It must be a product of how they block. I, I feel like every time I looked up, they were throwing deep. I feel like they chucked like nine or ten deep balls in that game. Just They are pass-happy, and I, I think their line's probably <sighs> built more for pass-blocking than run-blocking. Oh, 100%. 100%. Which is odd. Um, and then the Ravens, they had a chance to go up in that game. Dude's doing the QB sneak thing, but instead of like burrowing down, he's like, he was a tall reach, enough. Reach the ball over the top, and he had to be 6'5". Six inches short, and they yeah. fucking punch that. Yeah, you got to be out. six five. You got to be Carson size. You got to be Sam Trevor Lawrence back. size. You can't. Yeah. You can't even be six two and do that. That's tough. If it's like some people pointed out, if you're doing the QB sneak that way, do what the Eagles do with Jalen Hurts. Like get the dudes behind them and burrow underneath. Yeah, you know? and the old scrum pushed but the not, whole pile forward. Yeah, not to discount that play because that was a great play by the Bengals defenders to have the wherewithal to punch the shit out. And then the run back was awesome. And how critical was it to bet that game early? You get it anywhere from five and a half to seven. I was lucky enough yeah. to have it at seven. Yeah, I was not. I had it at seven and a half. I think, right, or and then, eight and, and a half. And, so and that play it. specifically mm-hmm. won me two bets. It won me the second half bat and one made the third quarter bat yep so yep. those are the weird little underlying things that you're going to just uncork because again there's not mm-hmm. a shit ton of games and you're going to be in your chair you're going to be in your lazy boy you're going to be on your couch and you're going to make these stupid fucking prop plays and guys keep sending in the text i'm just going to stop looking at the text because <laughs> i can't keep buying into it we went in with those big stats about how bad the underdogs the double digit underdogs would play yeah. and it didn't materialize like every no. dog last week three dogs covered one favorite all overs except for one under and that under was it by half a point? I had it forty five and a half. Mm-hmm. Locked it in early and often. Shout out to the missed extra points. Love it. And you, when you miss one, you miss two. I looked at Rose. And I said, "These are the things when you bet the under that matter yeah, at the end of the important. game." Yes. And then the third one, it's comical. The fourth one's just hysterical. Fourth one, the fourth one was like, but it was needed because sad. it fell on forty fucking five. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> and then all those games scored sixty plus points last week, right? With the exception of that one, which scored forty five. Yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a lot a lot of points over the weekend for sure. The last one we didn't touch on, uh, Giants Vikings. Giants ended up winning. I think that we game. I think we sussed that one out pretty well. We the yeah, the Giants yeah. first half was on the Giants. Kind of liked it the whole way. Vikings are frauds. I said Danny Dimes the two games that I had watched. He, was great. he really does he play the great. position well. He's not struggling with it. He understands it. I I got to give it up. You were higher on the coach than I am. He does yeah. install great game coach plans. Hard to argue now, you know, and again, I think they played the Eagles twice, right? The last time the Eagles put one on are pretty good, and there's one you kind of discount because the starters weren't in, but uh, still familiarity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Eagles need to keep him off the field. Well, let's just start there then because we're here. The Eagles are the one seed like we talked about. They're playing the Giants. Uh, Philadelphia is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under in that game is 48. Seven-and-a-half, tricky number. Yeah, and it's the number they had when they beat them 44-20 earlier in the year. Tricky number. But But, that's kind of when the Eagles were rolling everybody, right? Yeah, and you do want to go back and pull up stats. You know, I'm a guy like, you know, last week I told you I felt weird because I didn't have all my bell curve stuff. And then I took a step back today waiting for you to come over. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, don't. Don't abandon numbers. They're still there. You Mm -hmm. just have to go get different data points and bring them over. 
and you know push the bell curve aside. Sure. You know because we knew all year if you bet dogs, which last week would have worked perfectly in the playoffs. Great. Bet the unders, but last week the over. So mm-hmm. the public got what they wanted. The public got showered with over cash, and they're all happy with it and I'm sure that you know if you're on the over great and you're probably all on the over this week as well mm-hmm. um, but yeah so seven and a half is tricky and, and so going back to the numbers some of the things I did pull up today again I like to look at what the betting public's transactions are how many tickets are sold and then where the money's going so it was one of the first ones that I looked at and then I'm trying to create uh, variants or deltas to see what's up so for example Philly We'll just mm-hmm. put the favorite on top. Philly, okay. okay. Yep. The money line is bet 16% of the time transactionally. Very low. 54% on the spread. Okay, sure. so people are saying, hey, I like 7.5. That seems mm-hmm. logical to me. And then, as we already know, 78% of the public saying, all my transactions are going to be over. So what's the over title there? 48, according to DraftKings. Okay, so 48, right? So this game's setting up. So then... What we do know about the public as well, the money line, you don't typically bet the favorite. No. So the money line... So you lay so much juice. Right. The money line comes this way. So here's where the money's at. So we talked about transactions, but how much is wagered? So where's the bags of cash? 33% money line for the Giants. All right. So think about it. It went from the betting public saying 16% of us, 16 out of 100 think that that'll happen. Then we go to the money side, and they're like, oh, that's a fucking fast. I got uh, three, I got three, 33% saying I, I can pull the money line here. And then the over shrinks down to 72. So to me, that leads me to believe the sharps are betting the under. Mm-hmm. So I've already tracked the under because I consider myself an old bear sharp. So mm-hmm. I'm going under. Um, where it gets tricky for me is that the betting public and the money are both on the Giants. That is tricky, right? Because I also want to like the Giants in this game but that's the thing you got to look at from the teams that didn't play last week to the teams that played obviously teams coming off a win we're going to feel pretty good about them to see what they can carry into that game so the halo the hangover yeah we didn't see the eagles last week another week to recover rust rest rust first rest you got to pick it you got to pick right it. and again if you're sitting at home all day and and watching you know the pundits and they're going to jerk off Dak. They're going to jerk off Danny Dimes. Rightfully so on Danny Dimes. Rightfully so. Dak, not so much because they played a bad team. <laughs> Fuck. Please. Fuck. Very, very, very <laughs> deserving jack off for but Danny Dimes. But I, I, think, I think if you went back and did what I did and I plowed all the way back to find stats, I wanted to see who was catching the ball, what did the running attack look like, the time mm-hmm. of possession. Um, I think they're smart enough to install a game plan that keeps the Giants off the field. If I'm playing the Giants, I want their defense on the field. I want Danny Dimes standing there over there, not rushing the ball for 85 fucking yards up my ass. You know, yeah. so I think they have to play. Did the Vikings a run not realize first. he could run? Like, they, it I, they, like were, they were time, fraudulent. Like every time they he were fraudulent. got to the outside, he would gash you. He gashed us. First down. First down. He gashed first us. Down. If you rush four and drop back, you're fucked. If you blitz him, he'll hit. You. He's accurate right now too. There's not a lot you can do with Danny Dimes right now. I'm telling you, trust me, because I went and fucking fired all those wagers on the Commanders. Hit mm-hmm. that over eight and a half. They landed on eight. And those two Giants games just rubbed me raw. And it was him doing what he does, which is he can get rid of it quick when he has to. If you drop back, fuck you. If you rush forward and drop back, he's going to gash you for 16, 17. There's nothing you can do about it. He's no, too fucking he's big. He's cool. too fast. And, and I think they've kind of like, he's always been able to run. But I think, again, goes back to coaching. They're like, Dan, like fucking... 
take off if you need to, man. Like, that's a guaranteed first down if you fucking just take off. Yeah, but when they get a few years older... Right, then it becomes a problem. Now it's it's used properly. Yeah, it's like rookie, I can I can hurt you either yeah, way. Like, I can fuck you up either way. Right. Um, and I think conversely, I think the Eagles won't be able to run with a quarterback. Really? If Sanders rushes for what he did in the first game, anything over one twenty, then I think the Eagles will cover. But the Eagles will have to play time of possession football. I've already bet the Giants. So, Interesting. So the the public not. Scaring you off there. Well, I bet as the public before I did my research today, my 45 minutes of mm. prep. So I made my wager prior. Gotcha. So yeah, we put in a lot of time prepping. Uh, no, I, I, and there are instances where the dog's just going to be okay because, you I, know, again, the dogs were great last week. I really want to take the Eagles, but I feel better having that half point in my pocket than not. Like I can see it being a one-possession game. Kind of what we talked about last week, divisional matchup. This is the third time they're playing. Yeah, he said you could throw one of them out because kind of the Giants didn't play any of their starters, really. Um, but I think that stuff matters. I, I think divisional, we're, we're looking at another close game. And or the money line aspect. Honestly, or the, the first, money line. Like if you really the love the Giants. The first bet that I did make was the Giants' money line. Yeah. You, you know, and the then Giants. that led me down the path. Well, if you're really going to go that route and you're going to take money, you can't start to slide the other way so then I, I did have a small wager on the Giants but I think in this instance the 54-56 between the bets and the money mm-hmm. makes sense to me uh, Philly's got one of the best pass rushing teams but I think it's just negated by sheer fucking size here mm. you might be able to get there you might not you might fucking scare him out of the pocket and he might burn you down the sideline for mm-hmm. 42 yards so I don't know They, I th- if I remember correctly Philly likes to play this weird shell so I would like to think that their, you know, your guy Dable would have a good game plan. So I, I'm leaning Giants here. Under is already a done deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the. I, th- I might just take unders across the board if the overs. Were That's so tricky. Last week. It's just, tricky. Yeah, it's tricky. But, but I think they did massage the, chances, the numbers the up. To go over like over four on over unders. Like, yeah, you're right. You probably sneaking it over there somewhere. Uh, but I do like uh, the Giants in this game as well. I don't know if they win, but I think they cover. Is Giants kind of under. Happy. And if you want to dabble a little bit on the money line, again, most of these money lines, when you see the dog, the team getting the plus number, you're going to get about 30% of the action. If we see anything higher than that, I'll call it out. Let's stick in the NFC. Let's get that finished. San Francisco at Dallas. We kind of already talked about it. I'm excited to bet against Dallas again. Before we go any further. The, I'm going to double down on it. Fuck the Cowboys. But we were referencing the fact that this is basically the NFC oh, East yeah. versus San Francisco. The, the, the NFC East. <laughs> yeah. Sands Washington. If it was a poker tournament and we were all all in, we would be colluding. It's the three like, NFC uh, teams would be checking it down to yeah. trap the, the NFC loan representative of the West. Like the NFC East was like a shopping cart with like three awesome wheels and then the commanders like sputtering around. Oh, we had eight wins. We were right there. <laughs> we were right there. No quarterback. Uh, the line on this game is San Francisco minus three and a half. Feels fucking disrespectful. 46 is your over under. Why? Let's, let's devil's advocate. Like, why shouldn't I love the 49ers here? What are the things that should scare me away from San Francisco? Only laying three and a half. Uh, unproven quarterback that's won okay. every single game he started. Sure. Very so, unproven. That's Just an interesting his, sentence. His, his undefeated record. You're right. Um, so you have that. Mm-hmm. I stopped there. What, what's. Uh, so I guess the formula is Micah Parsons takes over a game. Right, that, that's that's what it but is. But I'm not even sure they're using him right. 
Do you see him lined up at like middle linebacker? I'm not a even sure times? they're using him right. Like, honestly, I, I honestly questioned whether they were using him right in a blowout win and da 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 da. It's probably because I had a, a sack bet thanks to the guys on the sure. text thread, which but, came through. Which came through. I don't even know when it happened. Uh, you, you, they must have corrected a stat or something. Um, there's, there's. I don't know what kind of game you would have to put together to beat San Francisco. I would know. It, I know you wouldn't be able to turn the ball over. You'd have to no turnovers, which I think they did Monday night. Run the ball, like zero Again, penalties, kind of, kind, of, kind of similar, right? Ball control. You don't want to give that offense many chances to score so quickly. Yeah, but you also Pollard. can't be settling for field goals. You have to score as well. Oh, fuck field goals. You, you need to don't like, about yeah, extra points. Yeah, don't what even fuck. What the fuck? Hey, Brett, don't even suit up, guy. We got. We're this. going we're for not, twos. We're not kicking fuck, it. We should just go yeah. for twos because we're going to have a better percentage I'm chance. Stunned they didn't start going for twos after the second one. Well, thankfully they didn't. Yeah, God bless their souls. God bless Mike McCarthy. Shout out. Uh, so I, I was trying to kind of like, yeah, formulate a devil's advocate in my head. Like, can Dallas do it? Sure. They, they were a good team. They can score points. Their defense, they were my fantasy defense all season. So I know their defense is good and they can force turnovers. I just don't know if they have like, you got to play the perfect game to beat San Francisco and I don't know if they can because San Francisco is so dangerous on offense because their defense can do the same thing your defense does except a little better how many times have we seen Nick Bosa take over games in the same way Michael Parsons yeah, has? I, I, he did it against Seattle that well, was a turning point it was the strip sack and I like, don't again I know defense travels well sure however, defense in a running game however however you know San Francisco is the better defense here yeah, it's fun. so the one advantage the Cowboys have is like, well, they have a good defense. Well, San Francisco's defense is better. Better. Well, they've got a good running attack. Well, San Francisco's running attack is better. Better. Oh, well, they've got a quarterback. Well, San Francisco's quarterback might be fucking better. And honestly, head Debo, coaching advantage. Like, I thought Debo played his brains out. There. And I've always great. said this. He's awesome. There's not a guy that plays offense with more want to than Debo. You try to snap his leg off, and he still gets back up and is out there. It's insane. Um, and, and again, uh, Brandon Ayuk. Is a fucking receiver. That's how do you get that open? How are you running these fucking deep crossers with eight feet of space around you and then being because the gravity, the gravity of everyone else? Because you have Debo, you have fucking yeah. Uh, I don't know what George you would do. Kittle, you we both agree San Francisco played one of their not not a great game and yeah. still hung forty on you. And it, like Dallas has good tight ends that they use. Well, guess what? The 49ers have good safeties and linebackers. Fred Warner covers everything. Yeah, and, he, he's, he's like ocean water. He oh, covers ninety eight percent. That's a good one. He's everywhere. I, you know, fired my bets already this week, and the one I didn't was San Francisco. And I don't know if it's because I have so many Super Bowl plays. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I'm just you know because I don't want to be that guy that got it so wrong. But then, how do I not bet San Francisco when I get the shortest number? I'll probably get. Shortest number you'll probably get because if you get Philly half. next, where that where's that at? It's gonna be in Philly. Well, if you the get Giants, the Giants, you're giving seven and a half. That's but, seven and a half right there. Yeah, so I'm going to put money on San Francisco. I, I may have already kind of tilted a few plays mm-hmm. by putting um, Dallas to win the NFC. If you get past San Francisco, I'll give you a fucking nod, and, and, and you sure. could probably beat the Eagles. Yeah. So I think that's how I'm going to hedge my San Francisco bets, by putting a wager, one fucking wager, mm-hmm. on these fucking Cowboys, but it'll be to win the NFC championship. Which uh, I think is sound logic, because if they do make it past San Francisco, that's kind of as good as the Eagles were. I, I do feel like 
the second half of the season was not as encouraging. I know you had the Hurts injury in there, but San Francisco's it, man. Like that's the that's the final boss. So if you beat San Francisco, yes, I also that I like that play to win the NFC. That well, counts. and you're probably going to get Dallas at a three point five. Right. So sure. instead of going in and trotting thirty bucks on Dallas plus three and a half, being a fucking jerk off, mm-hmm. just take the thirty bucks and put it on the when they NFC at three to one, you get turn your thirty into ninety, yeah. whatever. I still think and I've said this going back to week five, San Francisco clearly to me is the team that I think has the best ability and, and the best group to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I still believe that. Mm-hmm. So I would say I would, I would agree with that as well. But I didn't bet the game. I have it written down and you then I wrote Yeah, like, it's probably and again, knowing my pattern, know who you it's are. Gonna get there. It's gonna, gonna be the, the first half. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna say gonna Dallas is gonna come out a little bit wonky right. and I'm probably gonna be wrong. And it'll probably be Dallas, you know, up ten seven or something stupid and sure. I'll be fucking talking about the Cowboys in my sleep again about how much I fucking hate them. <laughs> <laughs> On the AFC side, Kansas City, the team we did not see play last week, had a bye week. They are the one seed. The playoffs go through Arrowhead in the AFC unless the Bills make it to the um, conference championship game, in which case that would be in Atlanta. KC versus Jacksonville. The Chiefs minus 8.5. That's your largest spread of the four games. 53 is your over-under. That's also the biggest number we have on totals this week. Um, thoughts? Well, Vegas knew that the over-money would come in just landsliding here, right, with all those big scores. So they set mm-hmm. it at 53, which I think is a very hard number to play. It's a massive number. It's a hard number to play. 53 always freaks me out. 51, mm-hmm. I can get in bed with you. 53, I don't fucking know. Um <laughs> I think fool me once, Tampa Bay fooled us, right? Because we knew they were the worst covering team. Kansas City's the worst covering team because I always theorized that they set it too high, mm-hmm. anticipating the public landslide. And here's where I think they did it again. Because if you do go back and look at their stats when they did play this year, it was slanted Casey all the way. Casey put up like 460 in yardage and just <laughs> fucking molly whomped him. Therefore, this was the first bet I probably made. And it was on the Jacksonville Jaguars plus eight and a half. I think I probably tickled the, uh, you know, definitely going to want to tickle the money line there as well. Um, so stunning. Uh, well, again, this time I, wait, I think Kansas City beats them. Wait until they fall behind by three right, touchdowns. Right, then, fucking use then, that mantra. Of wait, uh, wait, wait, wait now, strike. They're plus strike. They're plus three sixty. So yeah, I think I think everybody thinks Kansas City wins. I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons for it, right? You've got the MVP of the NFL, Patrick Mahomes, is your quarterback. Did not miss a beat at like one of his best seasons ever. She continues to do that. Fucking guy can't stand him. You have Andy Reid, historically, when he has a bye week, schemes up some devious shit and beats the fuck out of whoever he's playing next week. Uh, You have Arrowhead. That's a tough place to play. Uh, You got a lot of things going for you for Kansas City. Yeah, and and of the games, and again, this could be the one where I know the guys were saying about how the prohibitive favors typically not only cover, they cover against the spread in the playoffs, mm-hmm. which is good logic. I do, I do appreciate the logic about the playoffs because, like I said, I predicate all my stuff on big sample sizes the whole season. I think here when you look at it, right now 62% of the transactions are on Kansas City. However, if you look at the money, only 51% is on Kansas City. 
So that kind of validates where we're at. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we'll take Jacksonville in the points. We think they'll stay within a touchdown, yeah. probably a six-point game. They showed a resiliency. And the same thing with the money line. It goes from 6% people saying Kansas City were willing to pay that exorbitant minus money to 34% on the Jags, which makes sense. It plus plus 36 to 1. And, and it's like remarkably improbable that Trevor Lawrence plays that poorly again. Or that well. Or depending on which half you fucking watched. Because to me... The truth is probably somewhere in the middle. To me, overcoming four interceptions interceptions and winning... Again, and I've said this early in the year, and this was before I knew this would happen. I don't give a fuck. Just spin it. Fucking spin it. And and that dude is willing to spin it. And conversely, some of the throws he makes in the second half... Those outs should be picked off more routinely. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, that dude has a fucking cannon. But what other teams are throwing? You know, one of the announcers, you don't watch Peyton and Eli. No. If you watch that Monday night game, nobody threw outside the fucking hash because they don't have that. They don't have mm-hmm. that arm strength. They don't have what what the 6'6 guys have, those fucking cannons that laser it out to that fucking sideline with that precision. Yeah, and if, you, if you're if you a yard off, you're getting fucking picked in house, but I don't care. Throw four if you're going to do that shit and come back and make me fucking semi-hard. Shit, that was good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I I think that game has put some irrational Jaguars confidence into my brain. Like, kind of conversely, if Dallas gets past San Francisco, if Jacksonville does the unthinkable, if you beat Kansas City, like, fuck, Jacksonville's going to win the <laughs> AFC. Is that what I'm tricking my brain into? Well, I think Cincinnati's going to win the AFC, but... Um, yeah, I like the Jags to at least cover here. Winning is, is a bridge too far. I'm not ready to cross. But we may... But we may. But we may. We may. Five dollars once it's seven not to Kansas City. Money line. We'll see. Yeah, and again, hedge bet, obviously, you know, what still remembers and probably one of the games where I was just like chomping at the bit to get to you and talk to you about. Kansas City first half is probably. About T-God was when he put it on Dallas like that. He brought him back from 17 down and just fucking mollywomped Dallas. So, guys, if you're interested, you can get for a $7 wager. Put Jacksonville over Dallas in the Super Bowl. Seven dollars will return you just shy of a thousand. Just, just, it's a scratcher. Yeah, and again, you didn't see me back it up with Dallas over anybody because I just fucking hate Dallas, right? So I'm not going to do it. But I will put seven dollars on Jacksonville to win a thousand to beat the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. And then if it happens, I'll get some sort of weird little Jags tattoo or something. There you go. I wanted to see what the line was for like first half but I can't find it typically in a situation yeah, uh, there it is. yeah it's uh, usually Kansas City minus six and a half first half what about quarter Kansas City minus three, three, three and, and a half. half yeah I might do that maybe take the Jags plus eight and a half and take well City, when you're doing those bets and, and here's where the field goal kicker fucked me up mm. you have to ask yourself those questions about who has an established game plan that's going to come in and run their offense to perfection Okay, mm-hmm. so you think of automatically San Francisco, yeah. well entrenched. Yeah. Everybody knows the fucking plays. Shanahan been there forever. Cowboys, I think they start slowly. I don't know why I have this weird fucking hate for the Cowboys. Um, but even you know when you look past that, you got to understand at this level though. Once you're in the playoffs, unless you have a tard like the Chargers coach that I won't even refer to by name now. It's just the Chargers coach. You know, you're not going to 
find a lot of those value plays that says, oh, new quarterback, new system, it's going to be trouble, which I thought would happen for Miami, and it didn't. The first quarter went exactly like I thought it would have. Right. I was just counting money. I'm like, oh, fucking Bills, first half, first quarter, first everything. And then, you know, the first-year coach got me and the quarterback got me because I didn't think you would have those types of successes. And they were only settling for field goals, so I wasn't half wrong in my assertions. Right, it just... But it just it kind of snowballs. And again, I have a tendency to bet the favorites on the first halves and the first quarters, which is probably not ideal. Right. And segueing, bring up the Bills, our last game. Um, Buffalo uh, is hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. Buffalo is the favorite, minus five. The over-under is 48. Obviously, we all know what happened when these teams played in the regular season. The game uh, got canceled for good reason. Yeah, I couldn't even find the stats. I wanted to see at least whatever stats were there leading it up to that. Uh, leading, it was 7-3. to three. I get that, but did, where did those yardages go? Do the players get attributed with any of that? That's a good question. I don't know if they record those stats. I couldn't find the stats. I wanted to see. It was 7-3. We knew Cincinnati scored first. I didn't know how easily. I felt like Cincinnati was, was in command. It was pretty easy. They went right down the field. I felt like it was in command, yeah. so I wanted to see that, and that is a right. good question. How does that impact the player if I had some sort of clause in my contract that... You know, you wipe those stats out. What the fuck, Sure, it's like a reception. Yeah, like, hey, I, I think I, I, because it's canceled, it just kind of all goes away. But that's, I could be wrong. Um, what do you like about this game? This is probably the marquee matchup of the weekend, right? This is the two best teams in the playoffs. Here's what I, I think. And if I'm interpreting the numbers right, if I'm interpreting what I consider the numbers, I think mm-hmm. this is one where the public and the Sharps are all on Cincinnati. Really? I think so, too. I think everybody's kind of saying the same thing, that Buffalo's kind of fucked up. And such a weird number. Why five? How did we get to five? Some of them, we might be able to get a five and a half, which will make me a little even more nervous. I'm just going to take the Bengals' money line. It's plus 200. Yeah, I have a start next to money line as well. Why so, not? yeah, I, I have Jags, Jags money line, Cincinnati, Cincinnati money line, and then the under in the Giants game is basically where I've landed to this point. Because I think um, Cincinnati's getting a little, like, disrespected because, like, hey, you probably should have beat Baltimore by more. And I'm like, well, looking back on it, should they have? Again, they the play division all the thing, time. play all the time. Baltimore maybe didn't show all their cards in Week 18 knowing they had this matchup coming up. And a salty hardball. You know, salty hardball. They play good defense. They got to do the tackles, everything. Um, they were able to do some stuff. Oh, by the way, something I wanted to touch on real quick. We talked about that fumble recovery. How fucking fast is Mark Andrews? He almost caught that dude. Mark Andrews was flying. <laughs> and it would have mattered. It, it would have mattered to a lot of people. Um, but I digress. Uh, back to this matchup. Everyone seems to say see the same thing with the Bills. Like, yeah, they're still dangerous. Yeah, they do good things. But Josh, if he's going to be this reckless, that's going to be a fucking problem. So I guess the, the Bills' path is that it's home. Um, the Bengals' offensive line is banged up. Their left tackle doesn't look like he's going to play. I think he's week to week, but I don't know if he's officially been ruled out. I think he dislocated his knee or some shit. Something where it sounded like, yeah, you probably shouldn't play football with that. Um, they're already missing their starting right tackle, so that could be an issue. But Burrow's been getting rid of the ball quick. He's been moving in the pocket well. They still have those three wide receivers, like – Kind of lining up what we did with San Francisco and Dallas, I, I don't necessarily see the advantages for Buffalo. Yeah, in the money line, you'll see people betting Buffalo because it's probably one of the smaller minus the numbers. Smaller ones, minus 240. Yeah, so you can kind of get away with that. But when you look at the, where the Sharps are going to come in, they're going to bring that down by about 30%. They're going to say, no, I'd rather invest on Cincinnati than invest on you, which I think does say what we said we were seeing. 
Um, I felt like talking about throwing it outside the hashes. Mm-hmm. I felt like Miami had some opportunities. I don't understand why Waddle jumps for everything and then fucking drops it, but <laughs> I don't think Cincinnati receivers make those mistakes. And if you have a quarterback that can throw the deep ball outside the hashes and make the deep hash throws to the sidelines and then can do everything else, Cincinnati, for all intents and purposes, is why the public and the Sharps are all lined up saying, great kicker, great coach, great QB, top great three defense. receivers. Defense, again, Makes want to. Plays. They're going to come at you. They they understand where they're at. They understand. It's like a lot of times you'll see a horse race and you'll see a, they call it kind of racking. Think about a, um, the pool table when you're in the rack, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So think about the first th- three to five balls in that rack. You know, mm-hmm. you'll see horses coming around the three-quarter pole and it'll almost be like the guy's racked in fifth. But he's right where he wants to be, right? And mm-hmm. that's how I see Cincinnati. They're right where they want to be. It was ugly. But, hey, we're right here. We're sitting on your shoulder. We're three back. We're going to come around you wide. And when we hit mm-hmm. that quarter pole, we're coming. And I think this is where I don't want to say turn it on because they've covered every fucking line. They just covered All the way through the back half of the season. Time. You couldn't. If you didn't bet Cincinnati, you were losing, and I got off them too often because I was bucking those trends. But again, when I talk playoffs, I can get back on there and say, this is a team that's positioned just as much as I feel you know, Doug Peterson has the Jags on those reins. I'm sitting there in fifth, but I know what the fuck I'm doing. Do you? Because I'm fucking turning the quarter pole, and here we come. So let's go, Jags. So, yeah, you know, here, here. And again, the only thing that makes me fucking nervous is how often I got in bed with Cincinnati and San Francisco. Because anything I love like that is usually wrong. It's worked. I know. To this point. It's fucked up. That's my favorite future for the Super Bowl. I've got the Bengals and the 49ers. Yeah, just do the exact. Make sure you box it. Yeah, I almost bet it again accidentally, not realizing I had it at another sports book because I just like. Well, and if you do like it, do what I did. Put a parlay. It's it's crystallized. NFC, Mm -hmm. right? Do that parlay. Then do your Super Bowl exact. And so you have it once, twice, three, four times. And that was the saying that Gene always had. My stepdad would always say, why have an exact once when you can have it five times? So fuck it, bet it. If we happen to be right, then we're going to get paid. But again, for me, the two that make me the most nervous, obviously San Francisco and Cincinnati, because I'm vulnerable towards money that I've already played. And the thing about the futures is it's basically throwing money away. Sure. But you got to have them. Gotta have them. Gotta have them. Because when they hit, you could say I had a future. Yeah. How am I not gonna yeah. have the Jags yeah. over I the bet Cowboys? That in week twelve. Because that you know. can put on your chest plus one forty. Yeah. Denver Nuggets to win the NBA championship. Yeah, there you go. Fold in an NBA uh, plus eight fifty. Nikola Jokic to win the uh, MVP plus one fifty. You heard it here first. Yeah, and uh, your long shot still, if you're interested, I don't know where, you know, I got in on the Jags and win the AFC at 25-1. to 1. I'm sure it's shrunk up a little bit since they won the game. I did look at um, that. Let's see. But I, I was I was mentioning in the mic check that I do have a future on Jacksonville, Cincinnati, Kansas City, and Buffalo to all win the AFC championship. The updated uh, Super Bowl odds with the teams remaining. Kansas City plus 300, Bills plus 350, 49ers plus 450, Eagles plus 500, Bengals plus 800, Cowboys plus 800. The Bengals and the Cowboys have the same odds, really. Giants plus 2,500, Jags plus 3,500. Which makes sense, right? And those are how the betting public would see it, but Again, if you like something, get it in now because, again, everything shrinks up next week after we get down to the to the final mm-hmm. four, so to speak. Um, and a lot of times I will just bet one team over and not back it up. 
if it happens to be Buffalo. So I'm like, you can never win the Super Bowl, so why bother? San Francisco over Buffalo. So I did that a couple times. I got it once at 35 to 1, 16 to 1. Uh, San Francisco over the Jag, 65 to 1. So you can see I put San Francisco over everything. It's so funny. Which is a horse racing thing. You can literally go to horse race and bet. Just give me this horse. Two overall. Mm-hmm. And they do it, right? And guys do that type of scenario because, you know, eventually, you know, if you do have the right horse on top at the right odds, you can make a little bit of money, but it gets a little bit tricky. So for straight bets this week, uh, we like the Giants. We're both on that. We're both on the under. We're both taking Jacksonville. Both taking Cincinnati. Uh, really didn't commit to the over and unders. Didn't talk about them a lot this week. I, I, kind of, I Well, I'm kind of just leaning unders across the board. Maybe Buffalo, Cincinnati, I might look to an over. Maybe Philly, New York, I might look to an over. Um, Go under on the on the because I want the overs of all these except. What's the lowest one? Forty eight, forty six, San Francisco, Dallas. How am I getting on that? Over that? No, under because I hate Cowboys. Just Just root for Dak to fucking shit the bed. But again, the Forty Nine ers are liable to score forty one on their own. Short fields. It's weird. They shouldn't yeah. be able to. The totals are tricky. Two good defenses would the be the argument I, for the under there. Yeah, I guess so. And we're looking to hedge our bet on the unders because last week the was so overladen. Yeah. But again, the sample size is running out, so it really Super doesn't matter. Small. It doesn't yeah, really it's, matter. It's, it's a it might just be a playoff mindset where they do just want touchdowns, won't right. settle for field goals, right. not going to bother. And teams are more you willing gotta, to go for it on fourth down. You've got to factor that in for sure. It's a different different kind of beast than the regular season. Uh, but that's it. We covered the divisional round. We talked about all the matchups. Feeling pretty good. Yeah, and again, watch the balances, right? You know, try to avoid the trap of betting the little parlays and the boosters and all the shit they want to sure. boost you and jerk you off on. It's like, yeah, you yeah. boosted it up because you knew it wasn't going to come true. Right, right exactly. Like, here you go. Try this on for size. It's We're guaranteed to bury you. you. But, yeah, thanks for the new listeners. If you guys uh, need anything from us, don't hesitate to reach out. Let us know how we can help well, you, how we can support you. Anything is a stretch. It's like, a stretch. Please hesitate to reach out. Yeah, don't reach out to us. <laughs> if it's like, like, I need a ride to work. Yeah, I'm designated driver. Don't. Yeah, come get you. Yeah. Put me pretty well in the call list. Yeah, yeah. You know. But we do. Thank you again for listening, and please tell folks. Um, I watched a movie last night. Glass Onion. Did you watch it? Yes. What would you think? That's what it's supposed to do, right? That's why I felt the same same thing. Do you think I didn't? Did you watch the first Knives Out? Yes, I watched like half of it and then I like fell asleep. Not because it was boring, but I was tired and I just never made my way back to it. But I was enjoying it. Yeah, um, I like Daniel Craig. Do yeah. You, do you think? What do you think the accent was like? His call? Like I want to do like a weird Southern accent. I think coming off like, Bond. Yeah, you make those conscious choices again. Whether it's a Halo, like I, I want to do like New Orleans Cajun. Yeah, fucking, it sets up like a play when you think about the weird. ensemble cast and how it bounces off each other, and it's it's interesting. We went and saw Plane last night. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't interesting strike title. You, I didn't strike you as a plane guy. P L A N E. Right, plane. Right, and, airplane. And I, you know, Gerard Butler. I was gonna go see Whale because I think that's fascinating. That that's the Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Fraser. I was curious because uh-huh. there were like a lot of talk, and then I go to Rotten Tomato, and Rotten Tomato said no. Really. But the uh, the audience liked. I did hear plane. a lot of positive talk. Yeah. Well, planes. What big stupid action movie? Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. It was you know definitely a thriller. You know how. You, Land a plane, survive an island with terrorists, not terrorists, but like drug cartels. Yeah, exactly. So it did a job two hours. The wife liked it. She didn't hate it. Two hours is great. 
Yeah, make it two hours, please. I've been on a movie kick, so I'm probably going to watch another one when I go home. Yeah, and I've been uh, trying to decide TV. if it's going to be a new movie or an old movie because I've been wanting to rewatch Rounders. Because again, I don't know. TikTok does this weird thing with my brain where stuff will pop up on the algorithm, and all of a sudden, I've watched like eight different scenes of Rounders in the course of like an hour. I'm like, why don't I just put on Rounders? Because clearly, I want to watch the movie. <laughs> Anytime there's not a one piece <laughs> flop, I get pissed. If you're a poker movie and you're doing a one card flop for those guys that don't play poker, the flop is you burn and you turn over three cards at once. Mm hmm. So notoriously, if you come to Gerard and play Youngstown Poker, the tournaments, you know, old people in general will put the burnout and they'll turn over one card at a time to, to equal three. Mm -hmm. Fucking goes right through me. So if I see that in a movie that's a movie about poker, I'm like, you fuckers got to get the flop right. You know, so so do that. Okay. I guess we're going to wrap it up. We're getting a call for Chick-fil-A. So oh, thanks. man. Thanks for an unofficial plug for Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah. All right, Good gang. Chicken, don't appreciate the homophobia. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Stay Hope you safe. Win all your bets. Bye.